welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss season three of the HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 19. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Well, we are back to discuss episode eight titled Second Sons. Mm-hmm. Sister J. Oh, let's start with go? Arya and get that done because she's not in it very much. No, but I actually really like this scene. Well, the thing I I noticed is, poor little thing, she is grimy. Her fingernails got dirt and everything all up underneath it. Yeah. It looks so nasty. And and so when she picked up that rock, I thought, oh, poor thing, she need a bath so bad. They all do. They all got to be funky. Yeah, but, ooh, Lord. They all got to be funky as hell. First of all, they haven't been around no lakes, no water. Hey, they found a big old bunch of water this in this scene. Yep, but she ain't going to stop and take... Well, she, first of all, she can't. No, she can't because the hound got her on yeah, the board. they're all nasty and grimy in this mm-hmm. show. That added some realism, though. That Yeah, it did. It was all up on her fingernails and everything. I thought, ooh, poor little thing. But um, I like how in this scene, we... The hound actually tells her some shit that she needs to know. Yeah, like, well, I saved your sister from getting raped. You know, because she's all salty and shit. She hates him with a passion, mm-hmm. which I get it, you know. Right. But well, like he's trying he to said. tell her, like he used to tell Sansa, oh, your daddy was a killer too. Yeah. I'm a killer, but I admit the shit. Mm-hmm. He's trying to tell her, look, there are worse men out, men out there, there than me. And I saved your sister from some of them. Uh-huh. Boop. But I like the the beginning of the scene when she was going to bash him in the head, and he said, "You better make it good, because if you if you don't kill me, I'm gonna break both your hands." Uh-huh. Oh Lord! <laughs> so she had to think about that. But did you see that little smile she gave at the end of that scene? Well, because he, he's telling her, um, no, you know, it's because he told her we're going to the twins, right? And she just assumed he was taking her back to King's Landing. Right, because she's asking, is that water, black water? He's like, well, where do you think I'm taking you? Yeah. She's like, back to King's Landing. Well, you know, know. because she doesn't know he done left. I know. He ain't trying to go back to King's Landing. (laughs) I know. Yeah, because they'll kill him. But he's saying, I'm going to take you to your mama and your brother, Uh because they'll give me some money for your ass. Mm -hmm. But he also told her, "Uh, you was hanging out with that brotherhood, and they didn't tell you shit. True. Yeah, which is true. And so she had to kind of think like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, I like that scene, though. I did, too. I like that scene. But, I like the hound. Yeah, uh, well, I do, too. I mean, he's a good henchman. And at least, he, like you said, he's honest. He's a hey, Yeah, I kill people, but hey, that's my job. That was what I did, and I don't put, I don't try to hold myself mm-hmm. up to be an honest. But see, that's why I like honest. him and Braun, too. Because, like, Braun told Tyrion in the last episode, hey, you pay me to kill people that bother but you. But to me, it's just like Jamie, because Jamie's the same way. He said, look, yeah, yeah I killed him. Yeah. But I killed him because I had an issue and I helped save the the realm yeah. uh, from, and he don't make no bones about it, but mm-hmm. nobody want to listen. And it's yeah. the same as the hound. So to <coughs> yeah, me, what all I, those men are, I like about yeah. it is how, you know, in season one, we have this straight definition of who was bad and who was good. But it's kind of switched around. And the Honorable mm-hmm. Ned was supposedly the good one. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that the rest of them don't have the good qualities in them, too. That's so true. I, I kind of like how they're kind of switching that mm-hmm. around. Okay, then we come to Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Oh, I just love Daenerys Thornborn. She's my favorite character. Here come these, well, evidently Jorah has found out that it's the 
second sons, this group of 2,000 armed men. No, because they, they see them coming into the city. Right. But he says. But, but, but Jorah has found, she told him last, last time, go find out who he's talking about. We got powerful uh, uh, allies. Well, but remember. And that was uh, the second sons. Barristan said, well, I can tell by the banners that it's the, um, that it's the uh, second sons. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, anyway, so here come these three fools. Now, before the one scarred up fool Miro started talking, he was kind of cute. That man but off at his the mouth, mouth too daggum much. Yeah, he opened his mouth and I was like, okay, no. And then we meet, um... <laughs> I don't even know, I don't even know what the middle one's name is. It but don't I, matter. I remember Miro and Dario. Dario Naharis. And I think he is too cute with his little snaggle tooth self. He, he do got some snaggle tooth. <laughs> but he is cute though. He's he's a handsome guy. But, oh, but yeah. He needs to fix snuggle. his little teeth. Uh-huh. No, he don't need to fix nothing, yeah, honey. He need to fix his that little brings teeth. character to your face. Well, that's true. But anyway, so um I said right when um they all introduced themselves, I'm like, okay, come yeah. on now, Dario, Dario or whatever. So um they come up and Miro, he talking he's shit. He's talking shit, just like that other fool. She had the dragon's light up. Krasnus. you know, he talking shit. He's saying, "Well, she was very restrained." I thought, because, mm. well, she's doing like she did with Krasnus too. Yeah, you know, she's trying to say, "Well, um, you know, we want to broker a deal." And Grey Worm said, "Ooh, you want me to slice this fool up?" And she said, "No, you know, in Valerian, right." He, and, and, and wait a minute, but even Jar was going to jump. Because he's disrespectful. Yeah, he's, he's her disrespectful. He's telling her to take off clothes. I'll sleep with you and we'll see mm-hmm. what happens. Uh, I think I already slept with you once. Yeah. You know, he come in there talking that shit. Yep. I said she's a girl. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's going to get that reaction yeah. wherever she goes. And she understands that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so yeah, so he's talking shit to them. He's talking shit to the to um, Masande. He's talking shit to everybody. Everybody, because he's used to being the top dog. And he's talking about have your slave give me drinks. She said we don't have no slaves here. And when Melisandre uh, or Masande um, gave him a refreshment, he was smelling her. Yep, nasty. You nasty heifer. <laughs> I mean, bastard. He's just nasty. And then, when he's getting ready to leave, he's patting Missandei on the butt, talking about, mm, I'm going to come back for this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, he's talking shit to all of them. All of them. And I like when they do finally leave. You know, she says, look, you guys, why don't you fight for me? And the other dude that we don't know his name said, his name well, was... Prendall. Whatever. Yeah. He don't matter. He looked like an Indian. He said, well, as soon as um, we do that, nobody's going to hire us again. If we go we back, go back on, on our contract. Work. Yeah. And she said, well, you don't have, don't worry about it. If you fight for me, you don't have to fight for nobody else. Yeah. You, you won't need no future contracts is no, what she said. No. And she gives him two days. And of course, he's laughing like, whatever, mm-hmm. chick. And um, so that when they leave, you know, she's. Smiling and shit while they there. Well, as but, soon as they but leave, that Dario smiling too because I think he's thinking, mm, "This is smart. She's pretty and she's smart." Mm-hmm. 
when they leave though, she quits smiling quick and says, "Okay, when we when we go to battle, if we have to go to she battle, said, kill him. Yeah, kill him first." And he said, "Gladly." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! But I saw the look she was giving Dario. Mm-hmm. With his old cute self, he is cute. Okay, so then we the next time we see this group, mm-hmm. um, the captains are meeting. Well, they're back at their camp. Right. They're back at their camp talking. And that Miro. He talking shit still. talking shit still. And Mm. they're trying to decide what they're going to do. Well, what he tells Dario is, hey, you just don't like like the horse. And he said, oh, yeah, I like horse fun. I just ain't paying them no money. I like that, though. Boop. (laughs) He said, I like like women fine, but I ain't paying them no money. I ain't paying them to sleep with me. (laughs) <laughs> I thought that was funny. So then um, Miro says, well, we're going to, we're not going to do nothing in two days. Tonight, when it's dark, it's a full moon. Somebody One of us is going to sneak in there and get her. And kill her in her sleep. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. So they, he has the prosty. <laughs> <laughs> the prostitute. The she was healthy. So, hey, oh, I, yeah, I, she I, was healthy. Healthy she was girl. A healthy, normal Size no, woman. No ribs showing size. Yeah. And um, he had the prosy get, do like rock, paper, scissors with these coins. And whoever got the bravosi coin was the one who had yeah. that. So. And I, I like how they are weaving in. I want to go to Bravos and see who, who all the people up in there. People up in Bravos. Bravos plays a big part, it seems, in all this stuff. Okay, so. The odd coin out, all the other coins were round, but that one was like... Triangular. Triangular. And it was from Bravo. So, yeah, I can't wait until they show that city. So, anyway, so Dario ends up getting that coin. Mm-hmm. And so he the one chosen. I'm thinking, well, that's perfect. Yeah. You know, they was giving some glances anyway. So, that night... We see somebody... It looks like one of the Unsullied walking through the camp. But, of course, you know, it's Dario in an unsullied outfit. So he must have killed one of them to get that outfit. Of course. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Of course. And he's got this backpack on his back. And, and uh, Daenerys is taking a bath. And, it's and, Daenerys. Oh, Daenerys is taking a bath. And Masandi's in there. She's helping her. And she's talking about Masandi speaks 19 languages. And so, you know, uh, Khaleesi's impressed. She says, how do you, how do you keep it all straight, you know? And, and so uh, I thought it was really cute how Masandi was uh, uh, well, she was telling showing her, her the correct pronunciation. No, she was telling her, well, it's not like unlike you who learned Roth- Dothraki reasonably yeah. well. Yeah. And then Khaleesi's like, what do you mean reasonably, reasonably well? well? She's like, well, um, and so she says a phrase. She mm-hmm. starts talking to her in Dothraki. And Masande starts correcting her. Yeah. And it was cute at first that Masande was like, oh, shit. I might have said something too much. Yeah. I shouldn't have told her that she didn't speak it right. But then she just went with it. And I like that. Yeah, I like that, that too. Because mm-hmm. it shows that they like each other. You know. And even though Masande, like, waits on her and stuff. She's like her handmaiden. But, but they like each other. And then Masande's telling her, you know, you're high Valeria. And it's like. Beyond reproach, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just excellent, you know. And the next thing you know, we hear a little gasp, and uh, Dario done got Masandi by the neck with with his his little sword to her neck. 
And I liked Khaleesi in this whole scene. Oh, she was she did perfect. Bad. And I, she, she didn't did blink. Blink. Yeah, she was like, okay, what you, what you what want? What you want? He takes off his little helmet. I was like, go ahead, snuggle too, baby. <laughs> he is cute, though. And um, so she's saying, well, let go of her. And he does. Mm-hmm. He lets go of her. Mm-hmm. And then he tells her. Don't scream. Why he's let's there, go. you know. He's there to kill her. She's like, so I assume you're here to kill me. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. But that's not what I want to do. He said, I don't want to. Yeah. And so he dumps out his little satchel. His backpack. Mm, that's nasty, too. Two heads. Miro and the other dude. Dead. Friend all. Yeah. They dead. And he said, well, you know, they wanted me to come over here and kill you. I didn't want I to. I said, I didn't want to. They drew out their swords. I drew mine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. That was good. That was pretty cool. That's all he said. And she's like, that's supposed to make me trust you? He's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. He said, but yeah. I like when she got up out that tub. Uh huh. She didn't bat an eye. She was looking dead yep. at him. Yep. And of course, he looking all up and down her body, but she looking dead at him. Like, yeah, uh huh. I got your number. You know. Mm-hmm. But, but she looked good though. And once again, it's a woman that got some meat on her bones. You couldn't see her little ribs or nothing. No. But she was when, very shaky. When she got dressed and went over to him, and he says. Um, you know, I vow to to fight with you or whatever. Well, she said, swear to me. And she said, swear to me. And when he got down his little knee and pulled that sickle looking thing out, uh-huh. I'm like, well, shit, no wonder he cut the heads off yeah. that sucker. That was a big oh, looking. It was a sickle light. Yeah, yeah. You, you're right. Anyway, so when he got down on his knee and said, I pledge my, my, what did he say? His body, his, and then he said, he says, heart. I pledge my sword. Yeah, my body and my heart to you. When he you. said the heart, I was like, okay. Oh, yeah, because she, uh, she ain't had no man in a long time, see? So we already know they're going to get together. Never know. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know if they're going to get together, though. Yeah, I think so. But I think he likes her. I think they will because, because uh, yeah, she sees the value in that because that's how you can manipulate him even more. Oh, no, I don't think, she, no, she's not, no, no. Oh, yeah, you watch. I think if she does it, it's not going to be because of that. He's already, She's already got him. That's, that's the whole point of him, she's saying, swear it to me. You know, she's going to get people that want to fight with her for, her, you know, because they want to. She don't want yeah. to have to manipulate folk. Yeah. And then she, if they win this battle, which they will, Mm-hmm. She's gonna have two hundred thousand mo people. That's true. Wanting to fight for her, mm-hmm. or, or at, at least, least some of them. Some of them. Yeah. yeah, go with her. So yeah, I really true. liked that whole scene with her. I did too. I thought it was very well done. Mm-hmm. Very well done. And we got some new eye candy. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to Dragonstone. Which with is Melisandre. What? Oh, Stannis. And, yeah, she. <laughs> They know. So Melisandre and Gendry get back to Dragonstone and she takes him to meet Stannis. Yeah, and Stannis ain't too impressed though. That's because he know, oh shoot, this boy young, he gonna take my spot with no, her. No, no, yeah. no. That's yeah. not it at all. That's the way he looked at that boy. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm, no, yeah, I yeah. think he looked at him like, this is my kin. This is Robert's son. No, he wasn't. He wasn't Even though he's a bastard. What I think he was feeling was like, he didn't want to get too chummy with him because he knew it was going to happen. Well, true, but. And he didn't, like, he didn't like the fact 
of what she was going to do to him. Right, but that came after to me. No. When he first, when they first come in the room, in my opinion, he gave him a look like, oh, shit, he's taking my spot. You know, because she had already told him, your wick is too low or Well, that's whatever. true. That you part know. is so, true. So, and that was, to me, the con, uh, the comment he made when he grabbed um, uh, a Gendry's face and was looking at him, and he said, uh, he said, half Robert, half Lowborn, you know, like turn down his nose, you know. And and that to me, that was a little jealousy thing. No. In my opinion, he was doing that, looking at his face close because he was looking to see Robert in Well, him. yeah, of course and he was. I agree. He might be jealous in the fact that Melisandre is going to sleep with him, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's je- thinking that he's going to take his place as the king. Oh, oh no. no, no, no. I didn't no. say as the king. That's not what I even said. Well, I think he was looking... I think he didn't want to go through any formalities with him well, and draw it all out because he knows at the end of the day she well, was going to use him he, as a sacrifice. He did not know that until after Gendry left the room because when he's talking to Melisandre and she's saying to him, have you ever, have you ever killed a lamb? No, but you missed it. You missed it because she told the guys to go clean his ass up. Right. And Stannis was like, well, why are you going to go through all that if you're just going to kill his ass? <laughs> well, that's true. He did say that. And that's when she said, have you ever see- slaughtered a lamb? You don't mm-hmm. let them see the knife coming or else it's going to spoil the meat. Yeah. In other words, you don't clean this little man up. And so then he says, well, have you ever uh, uh, slaughtered a, uh, a lamb or or men or something? And a she lamb. said... Many times they never saw the blade. <laughs> I like that though. And he looked at her like, mm. yeah. So anyway, so they so we get to um, Stannis. Then goes and sees Davos in the cell, mm-hmm. and it's so cute because Davos, Davos is reading is his little reading. book, reading good. And and once he finally got that, got all the sentence together, he was so proud of himself because he understood what it was saying. Yeah. About the 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 largest uh, dragon, you know, back in the uh, uh, Targaryen days. So that was really cute. It was cute. And then he hit it right quick too when he heard Stannis coming. Yeah, and I like this scene because it's back to the Stannis and Davos that we know is there. Yes, when I Stannis like it. Isn't acting like an ass. I know. And and I like Davos though. I just really like that character. I do too. So I'm glad he's out of prison. But and he's always respectful, even though he don't always. agree. Mm-hmm. And I like that about him. But what he was telling him was true. Yeah, you, you already know it's wrong. That you came down here to have me tell you that it's wrong. Exactly, which is mm-hmm. why. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. exactly right. He doesn't want that boy killed. Mm-hmm. And I like how Dan, Davos put it in perspective. Look, Renly went against you. So did he all raised the other an ones. army yeah. and this everything. This boy ain't done nothing to you, and he's part of you. He's part of your family. You know, he's your brother's son. So mm-hmm. um, I think that is what changed it from being a total sacrifice to what it became. Yeah. I think he said, oh, no, we're not killing him point blank. We need to see what right. you're talking about. Well, here. and what she said was, when they entered the room, what she said was, Sir Davos needed a demonstration. Exactly. She didn't say, really, because because Stannis said to him, okay, I'm going to let you out to settle if you promise never to raise a hand to Melisandre again. He said, oh, sure, I promise that, but I can't promise I won't speak out against her. Yeah, I you like know. that. 
Yeah, I like that part too. So she knows that. So I thought it was very interesting that she said when they entered the room, Sir Davos needed a demonstration. Not Stannis. I'm doing this for you, Stannis. Right, because she's trying, first of all, Mm-hmm. Stannis has said because when Davos was saying in the cell mm-hmm. I don't believe none of this stuff I think God is just something that people tell their kids yeah. to get them through the night mm-hmm. so um, Stannis is telling him look I saw something in the flames I saw a war in the snow mm-hmm. a battle in the snow which we know is the north mm-hmm. and I saw and you saw what she birthed Whatever so she how birthed. can you say <laughs> it ain't it ain't real. Yeah, because so, he saw that black smoke baby. In my opinion, Stannis, or excuse me, Melisandre is trying to convert Davos. Because that's how she really I wants. I think so. And she's trying to convert people Because to she the knows that Davos is Stannis' best friend. They like BFFs. Oh, Sister J. They on. are too. Yes. <sighs> yes. He served Stannis, but Stannis really respects Sister him. Sister J. He didn't got ignorant. And, uh-uh. No. She knows that. She knows but, that. So she's trying to convert his ass because that way it's less resistance for her. Anyway, I felt kind of sorry for Gendry, though. Oh, I did. Poor little green thing. He just, you know, he... He just don't know. He just hasn't been exposed to stuff. But he was smart enough to wait until she drank that wine but that before he drank it. You know, we don't. We know that don't mean nothing. I know. Because that other dude put poison in there, and she drank it and didn't die. That's true. So I was like, don't drink it, Gendry. Yeah, I know. That's true. Because I was it. thinking about that, too. But when she put them leeches on him, I said, poor thing. Ugh. Poor thing. He should have known. She's but, not going to bring you all the way over to there just to sleep with you for, for good reasons. Yeah. Andrew. Yeah. So when, you know, I, I'm just stuck on the fact that this is kind of parallel with the scene with Theon last time where he's being tortured. These, these hoes come in there <laughs> and start messing with him and he's going to take the time to sleep with him. Mm-hmm. thinking that everything is fine. And now here they do Gendry the same way. He he thinks she done brought him all the way there yep. to sleep with him, and ain't nothing else going to happen. Uh, but he don't know. I mean, you know, he was he was a blacksmith. I mean, he he don't know that kind of stuff. But, but the thing I found interesting was when she took the leeches off of him and um, Stannis and Davos entered the room, you know, she was still all the way nude. Stannis was looking at her like, oh, Mm, what'd you do? He knows. Yeah, he knows. But then when she presented him with the leeches and and he put each one in the fire and named the name of the person. Did you notice that? Yep. Because he named Joffrey. He named Greyjoy. Balon Greyjoy. Theon's daddy. Yep, Theon's daddy. And uh, Rob Stark. Yeah. So that's probably some foreshadowing. I'm sure those something. are the people he's trying to get to. <laughs> yeah. So that was interesting, though. Then that's the last we see it, Am. Yeah, so I'm hoping that maybe because of this new um, trial that they had her do, that they don't kill Gendry, that they just, like, suck his blood every once in a while and get it that way. Or, Or even if she... Even if she cuts him like his wrist or, or, or you know, a cut and then drains some blood, well, that'd be fine. But don't kill don't him. Don't kill him. Yeah, so, I don't want to see Gendry killed. Me neither. Okay. But, okay, so let's go to King's Landing. Let's go to the daggum wedding. Lord <laughs> have mercy. This was a mess. Oh, this yeah. was a hot 
Oh, Lord. But poor Tyrion, though. I feel bad for him, though, because he's trying to be, you know, nice and kind to Sansa. But I didn't realize she was only 14. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. And she's been at King's Landing at least a year and a half to two years. So she was probably 12 when she went over there. When Mm -hmm. when this whole stuff first started. Yeah. And um, I know at least in the book that um, Daenerys was supposed to be like around 14 when she got married to Khal Drogo. So, again, that's just the age they would marry the girls off. Yeah. You know, when they had gotten a flower, as Cersei liked to call it, her red mm-hmm. flower. And, you know, that's when they would start marrying them off. So they, the girls are all young. The men are old. Well, the thing that cracks me up in this whole this whole wedding scenario is is uh, Shay stomping around there. Because she can't do nothing about it, but she's just stomping around there. You know? Well, I mean, what's she going to do? Nothing. So, anyway, so um, Tyrion goes to see Sansa... And it's trying to talk, you know, tell her, you know, I didn't, ha- I didn't want this. I didn't want to go through this. And, and do you drink I know wine? how you feel. <laughs> you know, I know how you feel. And she's like, no, no, I doubt, I doubt it. You it. Do. But he's trying to say, look, mm. I don't want to marry you either. Yeah. I got other things I want to do too, but this what? is where we at. You so know. let's, you know, make the best start of drinking it. some wine like Cersei do. Ah, uh, she says, he says, do you drink wine? And she says, no, well, I, I have I to. Only when I have to. Yeah, only when I have to. He says, well, today you have to. Yeah. So, but then he escorts her, you know, out. And then then we see Cersei and Marjorie. Ooh! Ooh! No! This scene was... Ooh! It was intense! I knew, wait a minute, I knew when Marjorie grabbed her arm... And said, oh, we're going to be sisters. Yeah, we'll be sisters soon. We might need to start getting along. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, Marjorie, you done already fucked up. I could have told you that. Mm-hmm. And so Myself. She's, telling, she's telling her the story of this other family, the House of Rain. Oof. Who, you know, they, they thought they was going to be coming up on the uh, the Lannisters too, see. And she says, where are they now? Nowhere. She's like, well, that's kind. Mm-hmm. They were slaughtered. Every last mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah, uh, Marjorie said gone. She says, oh, that's a kind word. Yeah. <laughs> But when she told her, if you call me sister again, I'll have you strangled in, in your, your sleep. sleep. Oh, poor Marjorie's face fell. She knows she's going to have to deal. Seriously, first of all, Ooh. is pissed. She is. She's mad. She's mad, and she's trying to teach her something, which is kind of true. Look, mm-hmm. you think you running shit, you ain't running shit. Mm-hmm. You trying to come up on us. Yeah. We're going to strike back at you. Yeah, because she was we telling her that story. that she was trying, trying to, to wheel and deal exactly. around. Exactly. But we caught your ass and keep on doing it. Yeah. And you're going to be slaughtered and hung up on the sidewall, too. Yeah. The, uh, or or the, the Tyrells will. Yeah. Right. That's what she uh-huh. means. The Tyrells. Oh, like yeah. the other family. Because, yeah, she was trying to let her know, oh, we know that you guys had had designs on her marrying Loras and... And, and, and going Taking on over. off and everything. Well, and she's also trying to tell Marjorie, look, I also know you trying to finagle your shit in with mm-hmm. Joffrey. You trying to be the first lady and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I got my eye on you. And then I felt so bad for Santa because who had to escort her down to the aisle? Oof. Damn. Joffrey's so cocky King ass. Joffrey. Oh, Lord. He is just He's like, well, I'm the father of the realm, so. And I since your father dead. 
ooh. Yeah. At his at his behest. Right. Oh, that is just so it's poor girl bad. though. She can't she can't get away from them. She well, just can't. Mm. She had her chance last yeah. season, but you know she couldn't trust the old crazy drunk ass hound. Yeah, <laughs> at the time <coughs> in her room. <coughs> so she should have went on. She should have, but you know. Mm-hmm. At this point, it is what it is. Yep. And if she had to marry, like we said last time, if she had to marry any of them, at, at least, least he's the nicest. The one. nicest one for now. You know, he's always been nice to her. So. And I mean, Tywin. Woo, man, he is so formidable. He runs that place. Joffrey might be king, but everybody knows granddaddy running the shit. And then Joffrey with his old mean ass. Oh, he's mean. He's going to take Tyrion Stepstool. Stepstool. <laughs> I was dying laughing. I knew. Wait, as soon as I saw I that scene, I said, ooh, sister <laughs> Jay, he's going to have a field day with I, that shit. Wait, I was laughing my ass off. I was just like the people in the crowd. I was laughing my ass off. I thought, oh, Lord, have mercy. She like eight feet taller than him. She's not that much but still. And he had to ask her to sit down. But, hey, did you see Tywin looking at the people when they laughing and everybody stopped? Yeah, because he ain't to be messed with. Mm Mm-mm. And Joffrey still laughing. but, But I was surprised that Tywin didn't snatch him up. Yeah, they're in front of people. Yes. Yeah, He's not going to do shit to him in front of people because he mm-hmm. wants him to keep his honor or whatever, yeah. respect or whatever, even though he don't agree with Joffrey. But I was like, oof, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. not a good match. Mm-hmm. But I really mm-hmm. liked um, Tyrion's outfit. I did too. And he, I love the little, really good. the little lion um, button hold, whatever they were, mm-hmm. clips or whatever that were on there. But I, I mean, she like three feet taller than him. Sister <laughs> 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 Jay. Oh, so it's wrong. just oh, it's just hilarious to me. Then the next time we see him, they at their wedding feast, and of course Tyrion getting all drunk. He is toe up. He is toe up from the flow up, and Sansa's just sitting there like, oh shit. You know? Yeah. And Cersei is getting her wine on, and she is drinking up a storm. Well, the funniest part on that scene was um, Lady Elena trying to break down the family tree. She's like, okay. Oh, yeah. So, when you get married to Joffrey, you're going to be his sister-in-law, but then you're also going to be his daughter-in-law. And then... <laughs> yeah. When Lord's married then Cersei... Sansa and Tyrion's son is going to be your... Net, whatever, she, but I don't know. But the one thing is certain that when <laughs> when Norris marries Cersei, he will be your father-in-law. Yeah, and your brother and your father-in-law. <laughs> that was too funny. Oh, and Loris, of course, is upset because mm-hmm. he's like, I don't want to have to go through this shit with her. Mm-hmm. So he walks off, and then. Um, Cersei, she gets up and she walks off. Well, first of all, Sansa uh, uh, gets up. Yeah. And she says to Tyrion, uh, excuse, me. Uh, uh, excuse me, my lord, you know, and she gets on up. And she is, did you notice she gets up and she, and who is she talking to? Varys. Varys, yeah. She's talking to Varys and yep. Shay's in the background just staring at Tyrion. She is hawking him. Of course. Because she's behind uh, 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 bars, but anyway, and so and so when 
Joffrey sees Sansa get up, then he's going to get up. And and Cersei's telling him, "Uh, don't you think you need to go pay attention to your bride-to-be? Because uh, Marjorie's sitting over there, you know, with Lady Olena. Yeah, by herself. And Joffrey says, I got a lifetime for that, and pulls away, and he's going after Sansa, see? I thought, leave that child alone. No, no, he gonna fuck with her. Oh, he gonna mess with her. But anyway... And Tyrion's steadily getting drunk. He's spilling drink down his little front. And he, okay, here come Tywin. Tywin. Ooh, he is not he pleased. He is not happy. He is not happy. He's telling him, look, you need to quit that drinking because you got a duty to perform once y'all leave. Now, look, I'm like, look, Tywin, shit, can you give him a day? Give him a day, damn it. I mean, the baby ain't going to be here that fast. Exactly. I mean, give him a damn day. He talked about, you need to get a baby in her as soon as you can. Yeah. That way, instead of, you know, that way we could have an heir. Mm-hmm. Give him a damn minute. And then we see Sansa walking through the hall. and She's trying to leave. Yeah, I she's trying to, trying to probably go back to her chambers. And here comes Joffrey. Talking about, you know what? It really don't make no difference what Lannister puts a baby in you? Maybe I'll come visit you after after uh, Uncle Uncle Tyrion uh, uh, goes uh, to sleep. Goes passes to sleep. Out, whatever. Yeah, passes out drunk. And then he, oh, but what got me? He said, "Hey, it don't matter if if that's not what you want. I can have Sir Marin and Sir whatever the other one is hold you down." Of course, we know he, he dumb. He do that. And I'm and I had that had never occurred to me. So as soon as he said, I was like, "Oh shit!" Now oh. she gotta watch out for this. She gotta watch his ass. And Tyrion's little drunk ass is gonna not gonna be no help. No, you know. No. So I'm like, oh, oh shit. shit, poor poor thing. That girl just can't get a break. So um, he. Well, also, we skipped the part where Loras tries to talk to Cersei. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. And she ain't having... She don't even let him get half his sentence She out. says... He says, you know, my father used to say... And she turned around and said, who cares what your father used to say? Nobody cares. And walked off. That's going to be an ugly Oh, marriage. that's going to be ugly. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be ugly. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, uh. That's going to be ugly. And I think it is interesting, too, how Tywin is having these marriages occur before Joffrey and Marjorie get married. Because, see, Cersei's next. He's going to marry her off next. And then Joffrey and... Uh, Probably, yeah. Because he's trying to solidify that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, wants, he's got, he wants the position set. Yep. He wants the stage set so that he has control of the North through Tyrion. Yep. He's going to have control of the High Garden with Lord... Well, not he's not going to really have control, but he'll basically have control. Yeah, he And will. then... Finish it off with the other marriage, with yep. Joffrey's marriage. Yeah. Mm. And then, oh, oh, uh, Joffrey takes Sansa by the hand and says, okay, now we got the bedding ceremony. And evidently, in this bedding ceremony, they have the men strip the clothes off the bride and the women strip the clothes off the groom and they carry them both into the bedchamber. That's the way I, I yeah. took it. And Tyrion said, no, that ain't happening. And, and Joffrey's saying, well, if I insist it is, uh, let's get going. Yeah, and Tyrion takes this knife and he bangs it in the table and says, hmm, nah, not unless you want to be. you try it and your bride, you'll have to fuck your bride right, with, with a wooden, wooden cock. Because yours will be gone. When he said it and everybody got quiet, I was like, oh, shit. I know. <laughs> 
and oh Joffrey with this old punk ass. What did you, what did you say? say? What you gonna do, punk? You ain't got your crossbow with you. Granddaddy Tywin took care of yeah, business. Yeah, Tywin got, did uh, it. He said, mm-hmm. "I'm sure the uh, Tyrion did I'm not sure mean your to uncle. insult right. the king. He's drunk." And Tyrion caught on pretty quick with his little, oh, little yeah. drunk ass and said. Yeah, you're right. And he acted more drunk I'm than just, he was. He did, didn't mm-hmm. you see that? And falling Stumbling into furniture. Shit. Yeah, he, yeah, he wasn't that drunk. No, but no. but that got him out of there with Sansa though, and without Joffrey. Yeah, Jack you know, and Widow getting too crazy. Mm-hmm. But I liked it because it showed again, again, once again, once again, that Tywin is running that shit. Tywin is running it. And I mean, everybody knows he is running the shit. shit. Yeah. His grandson might be the king and stuff, but everybody knows Tywin's running it. He is running Uh it. So, you know, once they're into their little bed chambers, you know, I did feel bad for Sansa, but, you know, I feel bad for Tyrion too, though. Because he, he, he tells her, look, I'm not going to do anything until you want me to. And she well, says, but wait, you skipped a whole bunch of stuff. Because when he gets in there, when they get in there, excuse me, this to me kind of reinforces what Braun had said, what Shay had said. That's true. He wants to, he wants Sansa. Yeah. He, he wants, you know, it to be a real marriage at some point. Yeah. But he's nice enough to, to say, you know. I'm going to do it when you're ready to do it. Yeah. But then he asks her. He Well, at first he's admiring her long neck. Yeah. That and that's funny. when That's when you're like, okay, Tyrion, yeah, we see you. Yeah. We see that yeah. Ron and them was right. Yeah. And then when he asked her how old she is, when she said 14, I think he was like, okay. Yeah, oh, no. Lord. This ain't, I don't know how this is going to do. Yeah. And then when she starts taking off her clothes and stuff, I really felt bad for her. She, like, went and got her a drink. Like, she went and drank her a glass of wine first, and then... We started taking my shit off, and he, when he stopped her, I was like, ooh, thank you, because I didn't want to have to see that. I I'm know. sure she didn't want to go through it. You know, you need to let, get, give her a chance to get into being I your know. wife first. But I felt sorry for him when he said, look, I'm not going to do anything until you want me to. And she says, what if I never want you to? He said, well... Here, and the watch, here begins the, uh, the, the my watch and my, my watch, watch begins and he takes a drink and passes out on the little chase lounge. <sighs> and then the next, I'm mo- glad though because I I like that he did that. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I mean he he he's giving her a lot of respect. Yeah, and so when the next morning when Shay comes in, she comes. In there loud. She, she didn't knock or nothing. And she know that ain't right. She's snatching shit off the yeah. under his head. And she she blaming this tray down. He's saying, Don't don't you think you should knock? She says, I'm bre- I bought your breakfast. And she takes Sansa's uh robe, which is under his head, which he, evidently he used as a pillow, and it, it knocked his head all down on that. I think little what thing. happened with they didn't show it, Sansa put it under his head as a pillow. Because it wasn't there before. It could be, yeah. So, and then when she goes to gather up the bed sheet, she sees that there's no blood, no, no nothing on, on the sheet. So she's looking at Terry and, and kind of smiling and he's looking at her like, see, I told you, you know? Yeah. And so she goes on out. So. 
that was a good scene. That was a that good was scene, a Jacked though. up wedding. A jacked, jacked up. up dinner party. Or jacked up wedding night. Reception. Yeah. And a jacked up wedding Wet night. night. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see now what transpires now yeah. that the wedding's over. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. yeah. I, like, I feel like, well, I don't know. I think it's it's going to be interesting how he's going to duck and dodge the, his daddy's going to be on him constantly about this baby and ain't going to yeah. be one if he don't sleep with her. Exactly. So I'm interested to see how he's going to duck and dodge that. Mm-hmm. You know? So anyway, okay. So then we need to go north of the wall. Oh, we man. go into your favorite man, Samuel Tarley. Oh, God. <laughs> He is so effing useless. No, he is not. Oh, he is dirt. No, I like Sam. And, oh, I'm going to tell you why, but I know you want to go blow by blow, so go right ahead. Go ahead. What You going to go to the end? Yeah. Oh, okay, stupid but, ass. No. Him and Gilly are still walking, and they see this little lean-to shack thing. He says, well, it's getting late. We can use this as our shelter for the night. I knew when I saw that first crow and they focused on it, I'm like, okay, something ain't right. Oh, hell yeah. You then knew you another, knew some white walkers was coming. Then another crow come. I'm like, oh, don't stay there. Don't stay there. So they get in there and I like the little scene with him and Gilly. He's trying to tell her. I don't. Why, you know, do you have, you, do you have a name yet? Um, and they start trying to run through names. And it's kind of sad because then you notice how much she really doesn't know about anything. Because as he's talking, she's like, well, are you purposely using big words that I don't understand? I don't care. No. (sighs) (laughs) I don't. You are going way too damn slow. Get to the point. I like those little touches. My point was, what I liked about them having that conversation is I like when they do those little touches of small moments of regular people, Mm. everyday conversation. Before we get to the action. That's all I was going to say. Also, I will say this. If you watched on HBO Go, one interesting fact I found out is that wildlings apparently don't name their babies until they're at least two years old. Mm -hmm. So that's part of probably why she hadn't named the baby yet. Mm -hmm. Anyway, go ahead, Sister Jane. So, you know, once once the, the scene actually develops, which is... Obviously, a, a white walker is coming. And so, Gilly's talking about, oh, he's coming for the baby. And so, he's trying to tell her, we get back in the damn hut then, you know. <laughs> and, of course, we already knew that Sam was going to take that little artifact, which was the little spearhead, and jab it into the white walker. And, of course, the white walker disintegrated. What did this stupid-ass fool do? Run off and leave the goddamn thing on the ground. I told you that. Yeah, you did last week, and you were right. I told Run you that. Run off and left, and I'm thinking, you stupid ass. No. You what? done seen that it is killing a white walker, and, and you ain't going to go and pick it up? That's what I was saying. Shit. They, he needed to pick that thing up. He and is run. useless. I will say, though, he's got more than that one piece. Because there were, like, so. several pieces of that dragon glass in that thing that they found last season. Mm. That was stupid. Yeah, well. It was real stupid. It shows you how useless the fool is. He is not useless. Oh, he is too. And it was a useless scene. No, it was not. Yeah, it was. No, because we needed to see. It was too damn long. I like the White Walker. Oh, yeah, and I like the White Walker. The frozen, the real frozen ones are cool. Yeah. 
And it's a, I like the fact that the drag, now we know what can kill them before, besides fire. Yeah. You know. And really, honestly. Well, we kind of already surmised that that was going to be. Well, what, what I was going to say a, a is we weapon. honestly have not seen up close and personal a true, real White Walker. We've seen the dead. Right. Who've turned into the zombie, frozen zombies or whatever they right, call them. Right. He was a real white walker. He was walker. a real white walker. With the translucent skin and everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. And he. And, and, you know, I mean. I think it was a, 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 a couple of episodes ago. I mean, we had already talked about and predicted that that spearhead was going to be coming in handy and probably used to kill the White Walker. And, and that's fine. That part was fine. But to go run off and leave it, even if they would have had him, come on, let's run. And they run and then he went, oh, wait, wait. And he go back and get it. That would have made more sense. Sister J, okay, you didn't even notice that at first. I don't know why you're up in arms. I don't know why you're up in arms about a man. Dumb ass. Anyway, what I want to know is useless. when they running, why the crows is following them? Because I'm like, I hope those crows don't he got a lot of meat on him. Follow them the whole oh, way. Oh hell through. yeah, he got so much meat on him, and you know, meat scares a bear. You're awful. <laughs> um, Mm, mm, mm. Okay. And that was the end, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the end. Okay. We went through um, all the places. This, I think I like this episode because we only had four real, really, four places that we went yeah. the whole episode. Which is good. We didn't go to 16 different places. And thank God we didn't see no Jon Snow any grip. Yeah. Thank goodness. Because you know what? That's just about played out. And no Theon either. That was great. Actually, we had five places. But I did like the whole uh, 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 part of the episode with Khaleesi. That was very interesting. Very good. And the whole wedding at King's Landing, that was just hilarious. We got a new hottie patati. A a new guy. Dario. To take over for Jackin, who I still miss. Oh Lord! <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how we can maybe get... maybe if they ever get to Bravos, we'll see Jackin again. Oof, we could only hope. Jackin Agar. We could only hope. I know, but we got the new hottie patati. We yeah. find out. <laughs> we I like seeing the actual wedding. They didn't gloss over the wedding. Yeah, they didn't. Everything. That was good. That was good. And um, Daenerys, the the the. And you know what, though? Even though I did laugh and stuff, it's shameful, though, how they just make fun of uh, 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 Tyrion. Yes. You know, like in King's Landing. You know, and, and, I mean, they should have shown Tywin getting Joffrey at some point. No, they won't because he's in front of people. I know. He's not going to do it in front of a crowd and in front of people. that's just, oh, man. Yeah. You know. Okay, well, let's get on with our feedback. We had a lot of... Not a lot, but we had some great feedback probably because we're behind. A okay, bit. cool. But I wanted to go back and read a message we got from Tomer on okay. Facebook. Um, hey, Tomer. I am pretty obsessed with Game of Thrones and do listen to many Game of Thrones podcasts, and yours is super awesome. Yay! Also, in the last podcast, you wondered what episodes were written by George R. R. Martin in previous seasons. Yeah. I can maybe save you some time so you don't have to look shit up. thank you Tomer George R.R. Martin wrote episode 8 in the first season called The Pointy End where the Lannisters kill all of Ned Stark's men Jon Snow fights the zombie 
Oh. And okay. in series in season two, he wrote episode nine, Blackwater, which had the big ass fight with the wildfire when Stannis tried to take King's Landing. Yeah, that was a good episode. If I can save you some more time, I'd be happy to so you that you can record another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Tomer. Thank you, Tomer. Thank you, Tomer, and for yeah, that info. Yeah, that's good info to know. And, and yeah, uh, Blackwater was one of my favorite episodes, though. I did like that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was very, very well done. And then we had another person named Michelle write on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Game of Thrones podcast so much that I started listening to the True Blood podcast. Yay! I hadn't watched past season three, but the podcast was so funny, I started (laughs) watching all the back episodes to catch up. Yay! That being said, OMG, I thought Joffrey was bad enough to Game of Thrones. Yeah. But did that clown really sniff Missandei's crotch? Shit, he showed me! Oh my God. (laughs) I have never seen... I have never been so happy to see someone's head roll across the floor, even if Dario the Peeper had to present them to Daenerys while she was in her bath. <laughs> what is with him? He talks like Don Juan, but his naked lady knives have big metal blades sticking out of their out of her crotch. Freud would have a field day. Uh uh uh. What? Naked lady knives have big metal know. blades sticking out of the crotch. I didn't understand that. Freud would have a field day. Oh, well, I don't care. Love the podcast. Hugs from Sister Tesh, a.k.a. Mrs. Miss Peeper. Peeper. <laughs> so she's liking the Peeper. Yeah, she's liking the Peeper. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. For that, for that comment. Wait, tell us what you're talking about, about the um, blades. The, the blades. knife blades. I didn't get that part. Yeah. I maybe didn't get I that missed, reference. Maybe I missed a piece of his costume or something. Mm. Okay. I don't know. All right, let's get on to the email feedback. Okay. Our first one is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hi, sisters. I am so glad Jack and Hagar is back. No, <laughs> well, he sure as hell looks a lot like him, <laughs> only with a different name, Dario. He even said that Morgolis, Morgolis stuff. Yeah, ba- Balamorgulis. Ooh, buddy, that's a good point. He did say that, Balamorgulis. But a lot of them have been saying that this season. Yeah, but still, ooh, Bunny, that's a good point. Maybe that is Jack and Higar only but with a different face. Mm. I enjoyed this episode. It seemed like a setup episode, and all hell will break loose on the next two final episodes. Let's hope so. Can't wait to see what happens. Was that a funeral where we were at, or was it a wedding? I could not tell the difference and was looking for the dead body. I tell you, those Lannisters surely put the funk in dysfunctional family. Whew. Cannot wait to hear the podcast and Sister K's take on Dario. (laughs) Hello, bunny. He is pretty and does look a lot. Does look like Jackin. Where do they get these men from? I know. Well, email, we'll email again next week, and I'm sure the episode will blow us away after seeing this one, or maybe not. Much love, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny, Thank you, for Bunny. that email. Yeah, and Sister K is swooning over Dario. I just like his snaggletooth teeth. <laughs> he no, is I handsome. Like, I like Dario. He is. He's, he's not no Jackin. He is very handsome, but man. I do like Dario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, our next email is from Tim. Hey, we Tim. Had, um, last time, Tim had sent an audio file that we couldn't get, and so I had emailed Tim and asked him to um, send, it. send us a different format. Mm-hmm. So, looks like he did. So, let me play that now. Oh, cool. Hey, Sister K and Sister J. It's Tim from Australia here. 
I don't have a lot to say about last week's episode, but I have to record this audio file because there's no way an Australian is going to let someone like Bunny get the better. She's an amazing sport. And hey, Bunny, if you're listening, thanks so much for recording your voice. It was brilliant. I laughed so much. Um, I also just want to give a quick shout out to Brother Ray as well. Uh, mostly because I'm just really glad that he's living on a different continent to me because if we went out together, I'm pretty sure that with a voice like that, Brother Ray is going to get all of the girls. Thanks so much for your podcast, sisters. I'm enjoying it and can't wait for every episode that you release Um, and can't wait for True Blood to start and for you guys to get with that as well. Wishing you all the best. And this is for Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, mate, I'm walking a bloody dragon here. See you soon. Oh, Tim, thank you so much for that audio file. That is awesome. Thank you, Tim. And you know what? Uh, we are loving your voice, Tim. I love it. Oh, that, yeah, Tim. love the your accent. accent. And, you know, if you and Brother Ray was, like, out together, I don't know. It'd be toss-up. It'd be maybe it'd be, a I think, You know what? I think it depends on where we were at. If y'all were in Australia... Brother Ray might do it because his accent is American. Yeah. And, and if you were here, oh yeah, they, I think they'd be flocking Tim on you, boy. Would flock, the women would flock to Tim because of the accent. Yeah, I don't know. Brother Ray got Brother that, Ray's voice, got that though. Deep voice, though. Yeah, he got that voice and that, like, swag, you know, that little swagger sound. Toss so. up, toss up. Oh, yeah, I think it'd be a toss up, Tim, but thank you so much. You are such a good sport. And I love, I, oh, Bunny's gonna love. Hey, Bunny. Hey, now, Bunny. Bunny's gonna love. We got love to hear it. your thoughts on this, Bunny. <laughs> and all the other ladies, tell oh, us yeah, what, tell you, us what like. you think. But, oh, Tim, thank you so much for, for sending that. That is just awesome. Yes, thank you. That's and awesome. We love your accent. And we are looking forward to True Blood also because oh, yeah. those commercials are looking seriously good. Ooh, and Eric is looking too fine. Mm. And my mm. beal oh, Lord. is looking crazy <laughs> as hell. As crazy as hell. So... It's gonna be good. I hope so. I think it's I think it will too. Yeah. I think it will but too. thank you so much. Thank you, Tim. Tim. We love it. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Our next email is from let's see. Van. Hey Van. Dear sisters, I really love Sansa in this episode. She was so brave and kept her composure. She did. Some viewers forget that she's a 14-year-old prisoner. Yeah. I think part of the reason why she's so gullible is because she has no family or friends around her to counsel her. Mm-hmm. And she's only 14. That's true. She's only on. She's truly on her own. Marjorie is obviously at an advantage because she has Lady Elena guiding her. Mm-hmm. And she's older. She's older. I think it would be wonderful. I think it would be wonderful character development if Sansa is able to transform from being a naive girl to major game player on her own. She that might be with be. Tyrion, though. That would be Because, cool. see, Tyrion's going to be really, really good to her, though. So I, I hope. As for Danny's storyline, I'm sorry, but Dario's face looks like a foot and a poor man's called Drogo. What? <laughs> no, Van. I hope Danny doesn't fall for him. That's all I wanted to say for this week. <laughs> Have a wonderful week, sisters. Van. Thank you, Van, for wait that email. But wait a minute, Van. Oh, wait, he says, Dario's face looks like a foot in a poor man's called Drogo. Uh-uh. Dario is good looking. Why does he say a foot? A foot. Because he has a long face? A long face, maybe? I don't know. Van. Okay, Van, we now need look. Some, we need some... And 
We need an interpreter. <laughs> yeah. And a poor man's man's called called Drogo. First of all, nobody can match Call Drogo. Oh no, he be too fine. He's on a different realm. This dude is blonde, and yeah. Call Drogo is dark. Dark. So I don't know, Van. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get that one. Send us some email and explain that. Yeah. Explain yourself. Explain. <laughs> but thank you for that email, Van. Thank you, Van. And I agree. Sansa. Oh yeah, I agree with you. Sansa young. She is naive. I didn't realize all she, she was fourteen. All she well, even if she was sixteen, it's too young. Yeah, and all young. she has known in growing up in Winterfell has been these stories. Yeah, and she's uh, romanticized them all about the knights and marrying a exactly. prince and all this crap. And she don't know nothing about the real world. They all have been sheltered. Yeah. You know, that is, but that was a good point to make about Sansa though. Yeah. Yeah. Because she is like a 14 and I like your comment about, she's a 14 year old prisoner. Yeah. With no one there yeah, to guide no her. No one there to guide her. And except stuff, now so. Marjorie. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you, Van. Our next email is from Jergs. Robert. Hey, Robert. <laughs> from the Bay. From the bay. Sisters, I just listened to the most recent podcast and I can't stop laughing my ass off. <laughs> Sister J, first of all, <laughs> I ain't got nothing but love for you. <laughs> Let me just say, Sister J, you are right. <laughs> but so was I. Laugh out loud. I done told y'all that Sam's obsidian blade was going to be useful. Yep, you oh, did. And did y'all notice how strikingly similar... That that White Walker looked to the one on the horse that stared down Sam at the ending of season two finale. Yes. I think it was the same Walker, but this time he didn't let Sam go freely. He straight slapped the shit out of him. Mm -hmm. Now, hopefully my other prediction will be correct about how Theon's abductors are card starks. I think it's trouble brewing for Rob Stark. Yep. I can tell by Catelyn's side eye that she knows the phrase don't play. So I think they might could get real offended by the Starks not showing up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I love how y'all straight clown them. He said clount. Clount. <laughs> I love how. <laughs> Go ahead, Robert. I love how y'all straight clount them chumps who was trying to hate on the podcast. That's right. They ain't nothing but some ignorant sobs. That's right. That in the bay we just brush off our shoulder, brush our shoulders off at them cats. Mm-hmm. And Sister J. I hope you don't read me any harder and longer because don't mistake me for one of them haters. Please. please. I, I don't. Please believe I'm with y'all till the end. And if y'all ever in North Northern Cali, come see me. I got all your eye care necessities at sister cost. <laughs> one love Robert from the bag. Thank you, Robert from the bag. Yeah, I forgot. Robert. You're an ophthalmologist. Yeah. That's right. We go Ooh, and we both wear glasses. Yep. Ooh, yeah. I need to take a little side trip. Take a side but trip. Thank you, Robert. And yeah, uh, uh, I know that you are one of our stronger listeners. So I'm just, you know, funning with you. No, she wasn't. She was serious. I was funning she with you. She was serious, Robert. <laughs> but that was kind of <laughs> negative, though, Robert. No, he was. Anyway. I like it when people but, challenge your ass. I know. Besides me. Hush. Thank you, Robert, very much for thank that you, email. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> Okay, our next email is from Marcus. Hey, Marcus. Sisters, it's good to have you back, and it's good timing for y'all to take a well-deserved break because there is no Thrones this week. I know. Sad face. But anyway, on to the Second Sons. 
Khaleesi, why did you have your dragons on deck for the pipsqueak? But when the second sun show up, they ain't nowhere to be found. That's a good point. Maybe the last meeting was not a, nego- a negotiation, and this one truly is. Smart knowing who she should and should not try to intimidate. Mm-hmm. I hope she doesn't fall in love with that buck tooth warrior. <laughs> Warrior shaking my head, laughing out loud. Ooh. Oh, see, I call him Snaggletooth, but it is Bucktooth. Yeah, I think he's cute, and he I think the Bucktooth is what helps him because if he didn't have buck teeth, he would be too pretty. He'd be real pretty. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you don't want somebody who's too pretty. Mm-hmm. Okay, to oh, me, but Khaleesi gonna get with him now. Oh yeah, you watch. Well, I don't know. Yeah, she will. To me, it's interesting how on this show, women use their bodies as power. Yep. When Khaleesi stepped out of that tub, that was a power move. It was. Can we take a drink whenever Arya calls someone a liar? <laughs> yeah. Laugh out loud. We'd all be drunk. <laughs> it's so true. You're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> she hasn't said that much this season. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but she said season, it, though. Yeah, she said it a good four or five times. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when she says that. <laughs> You're a liar. Tyrion was all the way turned up on his wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Marcus. Hey, I'm about to use that one. I like Ooh. it when y'all say the word or you type the words as we say it. He said all the way turned up. Turned up. <laughs> Joffrey, you little shit. I really hope that Tyrion's girlfriend... Her name slips me, Shay. Shay. Heard what Joffrey said. For some reason, I have a hard time believing both she and Sansa make it to the end of the season. Uh-oh. Damn, I hate Joffrey, but his actor, but this actor is really talented. He is really good, he because, is good. because he is playing the food out of that Joffrey Crazy part. Crazy ass food. Crazy ass. I hope so. And I think if Shay is able to stay I don't know what happens when they're married and they have a handmaiden does the handmaiden still like stay in the room with them no or what no okay, she's so. just available I wonder if she's like next door so maybe she'd be able to come in and cut his face or something <laughs> I don't know but no they, they, they are not in the bed chamber with the couple okay no line of uh, he says line of the show was by Tyrion and so my watch begins. Yeah. After learning Sansa didn't want to sleep with him. Yep. <laughs> I like how Cersei told Marjorie she would have her strangled in her sleep. Translation, your stupid mind games only work on adolescents. Mm-hmm. And you're right, sisters. Hoes, no. I don't love them, but I like them a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> As I once implied, that onyx spear came in handy for Piglet. Yep. <laughs> But why the hell would you drop it? Thank you. And do you think they'll go back to uh, to recover the other ones? No. No. Okay. Because he's useless. I would like to take the time to speculate on a few things. All right. One, I believe those crows are being seen through by one or maybe many of those that have the same power as Bran. Yep. The crows are being used to help locate this little boy. 
as you can see how the flock followed when they ran off. Yep. Oh, that's a good point. Because mm-hmm. I was wondering why the hell the crows was flying after him. Yeah. Khalees, you know, it'd be helpful if Bran or um, Jojen saw him and were able to... But we don't know that. We don't know. It could be them. Number two, Khaleesi bringing Buck in the inner circle might cause lots of friction. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. Come on now. Quit calling me Buck. (laughs) His name is Dario. Jealousy. Hey, Marcus, that's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> Look, we got love for all y'all. Y'all don't need to be calling him Buck. <laughs> I did call him Snaggletooth. Yeah, you did. But it was in a loving oh, way. Oh, Lord, have mercy. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he showed in. He said, Khaleesi bringing Buck in the inner circle. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of friction within the upper rank. Oh, honey, you know Jorah ain't gonna Jorah is this. gonna be jealous as hell. He already jealous. wants her. Mm-hmm. And so, honey, now that Dario, <laughs> you almost got me calling him Buck. <laughs> now that Dario in there, and based on the commercials, mm-hmm. where he kind of was touching her hand, uh-huh. we know Jorah uh, ain't gonna cotton to that Oh, at yeah. All. He's not gonna like it at all. Okay, Marcus goes on to say, number three, lastly, do any of you think that Jacken may be posing as someone in the season? That would be really cool. Yep. Sorry for the long email, sisters. Love you and, and enjoy your week, Marcus. Thank you, Marcus, for the email. And Thank you, know, you, Marcus. I think it's a possibility that, that Dario is Jacken Hagar. I mean, Bunny brought that up, and I don't think... I, I don't think that, I don't know. It's a good theory, but you, I mean, you never know, you but never it's just, know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that would be the case, but that's an interesting theory. And I would love it if Jackin with his old face came back mm-hmm. as somebody. Just don't know who. Okay. Well, let's, uh, we have one more email and it is from Jenny. Hey, Jenny. Dear sisters. I'm just writing a quick email to tell you that I think that message from used to be down or whatever his name is, was totally inappropriate. Yep. It doesn't matter how far behind you fall. You are giving us hours of free entertainment. All free. F-R-E-E. And don't owe us <laughs> listeners anything. So please keep on podcasting. Take all of the time that you need or want and don't let the jerks get you down. Looking forward to your True Blood podcast coming up, Jenny in Pennsylvania. Thank you, Jenny in Pennsylvania. Thank you, Jenny. And we appreciate that. And you know what? We agree, too. And and that's what I, you know, hopefully told that jerk. And that is, you know, <laughs> all this shit is free. And we have contests and everything free. That's it don't cost true. you nothing. True. Damn. True that. Anyway. We're not going to end on that bad note. No, but we're thank not. Thank you, Jenny. We appreciate thank your... You comments and everyone else who supports us and yep. our true listeners to the podcast. Yeah, and we really love the fact that all of you listeners interact with not only us but each, each other. other. We Facebook, love that. 
on the podcast, on the podcast. In your emails. So everybody's supportive of everybody else, which is great. Thank you, uh, Bunny and Tim and Brother Ray. Thank you all for your voicemail. Yeah, for the voicemail. And for everyone else who's, who takes the time, because it does take time to write an email. Yep. Post a um, iTunes review. Or, or and, post a Facebook comment, Yeah, too. and post a Facebook mm-hmm. comment. That all takes time. We know that y'all are all busy, and we appreciate it. We yep, love it. We do. Okay, well, for... We're out. We're out for a week. We don't yep. have a, another uh, show to talk about. So, um, I will give you the, our email address and everything to reach us. It's uh, sisterspeak at gmail We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash sisterspeak podcast. You can leave us a voicemail or send us an audio file at nine seven two seven five five one two one five. We're at Twitter on Twitter at underscore sister J and underscore sister K. And also at Sister Speak Cast. And we are also on the various Get Glue, um, other kind of sites where we yeah. watch TV shows. I haven't been there for a while, though. I haven't either. I don't know why. We were busy. We were busy. Well, yeah. And, and plus, I haven't been on Twitter for a while either. So if anybody's sending me stuff, sorry, y'all. I'll go check it. Slow. <laughs> no, I just got busy with stuff. Hell. So we definitely want to. After episode nine airs, which is next Sunday, mm-hmm. we would love, you know, for you to send in your feedback. We'll probably put some reminders up um, and get your thoughts on that episode so that we can keep the love, the community love flowing. And did we decide whether we're going to... Okay. Well, we think we're going to do another feedback contest, but we'll probably wait until... Next episode week nine. to do it. Yeah. Episode nine and then we'll, we'll do it think for about the it and then we'll finale episode. Announce it. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. That's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time.